Welcome to Understanding the Bible with Pastor Stephen, episode 45, False Teachers. So what is a false teacher? How do we spot a false teacher? How do we avoid being taken in by them? Well, first of all, a false teacher is uh, one who proclaims a false Christ. In Matthew 24, starting in verse 24, it says, For there shall arise false Christs and false prophets, and shall show great signs and wonders, insomuch that if it were possible, they shall deceive the very elect. In my opinion, this is saying, if it were possible to lose your salvation, these people are so persuasive that they would make you lose your salvation. Okay. In verse 25, though, it says, behold, I have told you before, wherefore, if they shall say unto you, behold, he is in the desert, go not forth. Behold, he is in the secret chambers. Believe it not. For as the lightning cometh out of the east and shineth even to the west, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. There will be people who say they are the Messiah, they are the Christ, or they are a false prophet saying that this one over there is the Christ, or I'm going to tell you who the Christ is and when he comes, you know, and they're going to proclaim that maybe the next president is the Christ. Because in the end times, There will be people coming who say they are Christ, who point to someone who they say is Christ, and they will do miracles, and they will persuade many people. And he is saying, you don't need someone to tell you that Christ is coming. Look at verse 27. For as the lightning cometh out of the east and shines even to the west, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. And there are other Bible verses that talk about the Son of Man riding on the clouds with the host of heaven and appearing and touching down on the mountain and splitting the mountain in two. There will be no need to announce that this person is Jesus Christ. It will be obvious to the entire world that this man coming in the clouds that appears to be some supernatural being, a God, is actually the one and only God who created the earth, and he is Jesus Christ, and there will be no denying it when he comes. So you do not need to be told, oh, this person over here is the Messiah, or oh, this guy that's doing miracles over here is Christ. Everyone will see Jesus Christ come in the end. So if you have to be told that somebody is Christ, he's not Christ, plain and simple. That is a false teacher. They are also believers in Christ who have backslidden. 2 Peter 2.1 says, But there were false prophets also among the people, even as there shall be false teachers among you, who privily shall bring in damnable heresies, even denying the Lord that bought them, and bring upon themselves swift destruction." And many shall follow their pernicious ways by reason of whom the way of truth shall be evil spoken of. That means they're going to get people to follow and they're going to get people to hate the truth of the Bible because of the things that they talk about, the way they pervert the Bible. Verse 14 says, having eyes full of adultery and that cannot cease from sin, beguiling unstable souls. This means that they will get people who don't know what they believe, unstable souls. They will deceive people who are not sure. So you need to be sure of what you believe. So continuing in verse 14, it says, Beguiling unstable souls, a heart they have exercised with covetous practices, cursed children, 
which have forsaken the right way and gone astray. For if they have escaped the pollutions of the world through the knowledge of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, they are again entangled therein and overcome. The latter end is worse with them than the beginning. So it's saying people who are believers in Jesus Christ, who then get entangled in the sin and the pollution of the world and begin teaching false things from the world, damnable heresies, they are now backslidden, overcome by sin, and they are going to be judged harsher in the end because they are believers that are teaching the wrong things. In verse 21, it says, For it had been better for them not to have known the way of righteousness than after they have known it to turn from the holy commandment delivered unto them. But it has happened unto them according to the true proverb, the dog is returned to his own vomit again, and the pig that was washed to her wallowing in the mire. These people are like dogs that eat their own vomit. So believers who have backslidden will begin teaching wrong things as well. All right, so then you have men pleasers or yes men, fame seekers, people who are, have the wrong motive for teaching. They want to get followers. Or, and, and the only way to get followers is to tell people what they want to hear. Remember, the gospel is divisive. It tells people what they don't necessarily want to hear. It reveals the ugliness in their lives. The gospel is like a mirror showing you what you really are. And most people are not introspective enough to understand that they are really sinful. But Galatians 1, uh, starting in verse 8, says, But though we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel unto you than that which we have preached, Unto you let him be accursed. As we have said before, so now I say again, if any man preach any other gospel unto you than what you have received, let him be accursed. For do I now persuade men or God? Or do I seek to please men? For if I yet pleased men, I should not be the servant of Christ. Another type of false teacher is a demon. See that previous verse, Galatians 1.8. But though we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel unto you. So what is the gospel? The gospel is the fact that Jesus Christ is God in the flesh, came to earth, died on the cross to pay the penalty for our sins, rose again on the third day and went back to heaven and is still alive because you can't kill God. So any other gospel than that, even if an angel from heaven appears to you and tells you something different, you must not believe him because that's actually a demon, not one of God's angels. Then you have the insidious false teachers, the people who are wolves in sheep clothing. They are deliberately lying to you to try and take you away from the gospel of Jesus Christ. These are the dangerous ones because there will be some. And I've known of churches in the past where unbelievers, atheists, deliberately joined the church, began teaching false things, got people in the church to follow them, then presented one of their own as a candidate to be a pastor, and then usurped the pastor, the, the true Christian, and put in one of their own and changed the entire doctrine of the church and began teaching lies. I have known of churches that did this. 
Those are deliberate wolves in sheep's clothing. You must be on your watch for that. 2 Corinthians 11.13 says, For such are false apostles, deceitful workers, transforming themselves into the apostles of Christ. And no marvel, for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. Therefore it is no great thing if his ministers also be transformed as the ministers of righteousness. Satan pretends to be good. Always be on your watch. So how do we spot a false teacher? Well, there's a couple of simple tests. Uh, the test of teaching the pure gospel of justification by faith. That one we've already covered. What is the pure gospel? Who is Jesus Christ? That's primary. If anyone denies Christ or that Jesus Christ is God, that he came in the flesh, that he actually died for your sins. I mean, just go through the Romans road. Um, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. The wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. John three sixteen. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. This is the basis of the gospel. Jesus calls himself the cornerstone. If something is off from that, if people do not teach that, if someone denies that or tries to twist that, that's not just a red flag. This guy's not from God. Okay, so that's the first test. Are they teaching the pure gospel? That it is by faith, not by works. That it is only belief in Jesus Christ that saves you. And then two is, of course, the rest of Scripture. The test of whether or not this teacher will submit to Scripture or sound doctrine. 1 Timothy 6.3 says, If any man teaches otherwise and does not consent to wholesome words, even the words of our Lord Jesus Christ, and to the doctrine which is according to godliness. You don't follow them. All the words of Jesus Christ, all the teachings of Jesus Christ, which is what his disciples continued to teach, his apostles, the 12 apostles, or 11 that were left, and then Paul, um, who began writing the New Testament for us, they based everything on the teachings of Jesus Christ. So that's what we need to submit to. If a teacher teaches you something that is different than the teachings of Christ, you know they're false. So what you have to understand about that is it could be a Christian, a believer, that just doesn't understand. So you have to go to the Bible and they have to be willing to accept constructive criticism. Remember Proverbs 15.31 says, The ear that heareth the reproof of life abides among the wise. He that refuseth instruction despiseth his own soul, but he that heareth reproof getteth understanding. So if someone teaches something that is not of the Bible and you show them the Bible, then they hear the reproof, they get understanding, and they change. They become wise, right? Proverbs 15.33 says, The fear of the Lord is the instruction of wisdom, and before honor is humility. So if someone is from God and they teach something wrong, but they learn from it, they hear the reproof, they begin teaching the right thing, and they have the humility to admit they were wrong, then they may have taught something false, but they are not one of those false teachers. Now you know that they are willing to learn from their mistakes. So one thing I learned in Bible college, I will always give credit to this dear man of God, Dr. Sewell, who has passed away. He 
said, the answer to any doctrine, to any question, is always, what does the Bible say? And that should be your answer if there's ever a question about teaching. Somebody tells you you should or should not do something. Somebody says the Bible teaches a certain thing. Your question should always be, or your answer to them should always be, well, what does the Bible say? And you look it up and you see what the Bible says. That will help you determine whether or not someone is submitting to scripture or teaching sound doctrine. People need to have the ability to admit when they are wrong. So if someone does not submit to scripture and you can find a Bible verse that refutes what they are saying, They cannot admit that they are wrong. They do not accept constructive criticism. They do not conform to what the Bible says. Then they are a false teacher. And then finally, you have the test of the fruit of their behavior to see if someone is a false teacher. So you have the test of the pure gospel, the test of whether or not they submit to scripture, and the test of their fruits. Matthew 7 Starting in verse 15 says, Beware of false prophets which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravenous wolves. You shall know them by their fruits. Do men gather grapes of thorns or figs of thistles? Even so, every good tree bringeth forth good fruit, but a corrupt tree bringeth forth evil fruit. A good tree cannot bring forth evil fruit, neither can a corrupt tree bring forth good fruit. Every tree that bringeth not forth good fruit is hewn down and cast into the fire. Wherefore, by their fruits... Ye shall know them. So by people's actions, do they have the fruit of the Spirit? Do they do the things that are right? Because if they are caught doing something evil, they are probably a false teacher, or at the very least, a hypocrite. So you should not listen to them. All right? Now, that doesn't mean that someone will not teach the truth. I've said this before. If you have a math teacher that is teaching you 2 plus 2 equals 4, And then a week later, they go to jail for murder. Are they an evil person? Yes, they are. But does that mean that two plus two no longer equals four? No. Evil people can use the truth to get you to follow them. So this is where you have to be discerning and very careful to not follow people, but to follow the gospel, to follow the Bible, the word of God and Jesus Christ himself. So how do you avoid being taken in by these false teachers? Everybody says true things from time to time, even the devil, but that does not make them reliable teachers. That's a quote from desiringgod.org. So number one, the substance, the core of doctrine should always be Jesus Christ. Second Peter 1 uh, verse 2 and 3 says, Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord, according as his divine power has given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness. So whenever you hear doctrine, what is at the core? Is it Jesus Christ or is it something else? Is it fame, wealth, power, selfishness? If it's not Jesus, it's wrong. All right. And then number two, you need to know the Bible to avoid being taken in by a false teacher. You need to read it, memorize it, study it, meditate on it. Second Timothy uh, 2 verse 15 says, Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Psalms 119.9 Wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way? By taking heed according to thy word. 
With my whole heart have I sought thee, O let me not wander from your commandments. Thy word have I hid in mine heart, memorize scripture, that I might not sin against thee. Blessed art thou, O Lord, teach me thy statutes. The only way you're going to learn the Bible is if you read the Bible. All right, then to avoid being taken in by false teachers, don't blindly trust mankind. Don't trust me. Don't trust your pastor. Search the scriptures. Acts 17.10 says, And the brethren immediately sent away Paul and Silas by night unto Berea, who coming thither went into the synagogue of the Jews. These, the people in Berea, were more noble than those in Thessalonica, and that they received the word with all readiness of mind, remember from Paul, the apostle Paul who wrote most of the New Testament, right? They received his word with all readiness of mind and searched the scriptures daily whether those things were so. They did not trust Paul. And they went back to the Bible, the Old Testament, and verified that he was not contradicting things that God had taught the Jews eons ago. They did not trust blindly. And then the last way that you can avoid being taken in by a false teacher is you need to question the things that you are taught and test the people who are teaching you. 1 John 4, verse 1 through 6 says, Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits, whether they are of God, because many false prophets are gone out into the world. Hereby know ye the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesseth that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is of God. And every spirit that confesseth not that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is not of God. And this is that spirit of Antichrist, whereof you have heard that it should come, and even now already is in the world. So he's talking about two different things here. The spirit of the Antichrist in the end times that will rule the world, and even now is already in the world, someone who teaches false things is an Antichrist. Anyone who does not confess that Jesus Christ is God in the flesh is not from God. So that's the first test. Just ask them, do you believe that Jesus Christ is God in the flesh? 100% God, 100% man, and he saved the world. He rose again on the third day. He paid the penalty for our sins. The gospel message. If they cannot confirm that and teach that, they are not from God. All right, let's go back to 1 John 4, verse 4. You are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. They are of the world, therefore they speak of the world, and the world hears them. We are of God, and he that knoweth God hears us. He that is not of God heareth not us. Hereby know we the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. That is why it is so important to discern truth. That is why Christians are supposed to stand up against falsehoods. It goes back to all truth is God's truth. God himself is the spirit of truth. If we are of God, we confess that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh and is God, and we honor truth and we seek out truth, not lies. In the end times, false teachers are going to be very common got one more Bible verse for you. You need to understand that false teachers need to be called out, 
believers, true believers need to be built up and exhorted and helped. You need to be wary and watch out for false teachers and you need to guard your heart and guard your faith. 2 Timothy 4, 1 through 8. I charge you therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick and the dead at his appearing in his kingdom, preach the word, be instant in season and out of season. And here it is, reprove, rebuke, call out the false teachers, exhort with all long suffering, that's for the believers, exhort with all long suffering and doctrine. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lusts shall they heap to themselves teachers having itching ears. People want to hear good things for themselves. People don't care about the truth if the truth hurts them. But we need to understand that God says the truth shall set us free. Verse 4, And they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned unto fables. But watch in all things. Endure afflictions, do the work of an evangelist, make full proof of thy ministry. For I am now ready to be offered, and the time of my departure is at hand. I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. Henceforth there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me in that day, and not to me only, but unto all them also that love his appearing. Guard your faith. Keep your faith. Know what you believe. Know why you believe it. Read the Bible and look forward to the second coming of Jesus Christ. Thank you for listening. Until next time, may God bless you.